Welcome to the Chase Your Stars podcast. My name is Christy Gomez, and if you're looking to live your best and most expansive life, or you want to be inspired to go chase your dreams, then you've arrived in the right place, my friend. Inside, you'll find conversations about manifesting an incredible life, a little woo-woo mixed in, and be welcomed into a high-vibe space that will show you how beautiful this life can be when you share your gifts with the world. I am so glad that you're here. Grab your drink, grab a snack, and let's chat. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Chase Your Stars podcast. I'm thinking that this podcast unintentionally has turned into kind of like a Christie diary of just what kind of things I'm going through and struggling with and what I've learned in the meantime to overcome it or to keep going. And I was just looking back through my podcast episodes and I can't believe it's already been six months since my podcast started. It's very exciting. I realized that week by week, I kind of cover things that I am going through myself, um, things I've learned the hard way, things that I wish somebody was here to tell me before I went through it. And I hope it's helpful to be able to learn from some of the hard lessons that I've had to learn, or even just the things that seem so much easier when you're on the outside looking back in, you know, you get through the situation or through the trauma and you're like, oh, well, yeah, I guess that wasn't that bad, but you're in it and you're like, oh, this is the worst. Everything sucks. You know? Yeah. I've been through a few of those moments (laughs) and it's challenging. So this week, you know, I like to consider myself a positive person, but I've realized a lot of, (laughs) a lot of the, the tones, the, the, the themes, that's the word I'm looking for. The themes behind my podcast have been very getting through stuff or getting over stuff or figuring stuff out, you know, but that's the season of life I'm in right now. And I am okay with that because you have to start somewhere. And I know I will appreciate all the lessons that I've learned along the way once I am not in a constant life lesson (laughs) anymore. But lately my challenge has been identification and who am I again? And once I've taken off the title of, okay, I am the fitness person. I am no longer the fitness person anymore. Although I am still into fitness, I am not the fitness person wherein I help people for a paycheck. And that has been a part of my life for so long that that felt like a really big, I don't want to say break, an amicable breakup. You know, I think we think of breakups automatically as negative necessarily, but just a big change in my life. And it can kind of go both ways. I think about what I would want to hear if I was listening to Christy's podcast and as you are right now, what would I want to hear? What would help me get through these moments? And these are some of the things that I've picked up on or things that I've learned along the way. This is really relevant for you. If you are somebody who recently has made some big changes, let's say, you know, you're going through a breakup or you've quit your job or you were released from your job or COVID caused your job to not exist anymore. Or, um, you know, you're trying something new that you've never done before. That's scary. Or you've gotten married and become part of a family or you're not part of a family anymore. Like whatever it is, there's a lot of different things that can happen where big changes in our life really shake up our vision of ourselves, of who we thought we were. 
and it can be really scary. But as you peel back layers and figure things out, although it's scary because it's unidentifiable parts of you that maybe you didn't know were under there or you've been so used to covering them up that you just forgot about them or whatever your, your case may be depending on your situation. If you are peeling back layers and finding new parts of you, although it feels like discomfort, it's actually growth. And it means that you're closer to being able to be the truest, most authentic version of you which I think is insanely powerful. And beyond that, it is super exciting to show up as the real you in the morning. Because here's what I've learned, okay? If you are not showing up as the real you, and again, let's say you're in a bad relationship or you're doing in a job that you hate or you are just frustrated and feel stuck in your life. If you're showing up in the morning as somebody who you no longer recognize or somebody who is not living or showing their truest colors of who they are, it can really take away from the impact that you have, but also the ability to be crazy, insanely happy that we all have access to. And somewhere from being a little kid where you're on your bike or your tricycle or whatever and playing in puddles and you know, rolling around in mud or whatever else. I don't know what else I did as a kid. I collected bouncy balls. I played with bouncy balls a lot. Hula hoops, tennis balls against the garage. Anything, little things that really were insignificant were this, the source of our joy. We were just being ourselves and doing our own thing and living our best lives. And we went to bed tired and happy at the end of the night. And somewhere between being that kid on the tricycle and going to school and then the pressure of who are you going to be when you graduate and what college are you going to go to and then what are you going to do and then what are you going to do and then what are you going to do and then how are you going to afford to retire and then what are you going to do? <laughs> you go through all these steps in life that can feel mandatory or just, you know, the next step. Somewhere in the meantime, we forget who we are and what we really came here to do. And I don't believe that we just came here to work to check the box and live in this sometimes crazy world and go home and start again. And I think if you found what you love, then that's different. But if you're doing it just because you've been told you should do it, then it's really almost impossible to be the happiest version of yourself. And here's what happens when you're not showing up as your true self and you're not able to really share your gifts, whatever they are, because maybe you don't know them because you've never had a chance to really dig in or you haven't put yourself or haven't been in the situation to actually share them, then they kind of get lost along the way and you kind of get lost along the way. And this is also easy for me to say, you know, uh, because I'm not going to pay your bills. I'm not going to pay your mortgage. You know, like that stuff needs to get done. You need a roof over your head. You need food on the table. And there's some things that I think we've been conditioned to say, this is how it has to be. These are how things need to be in order to survive. But we haven't really given the other side a chance, the side that allows you to be the fullest, happiest version of you doing the things that you love to do. And again, you know, I know you've had a large influence of woo in these podcasts. I did promise you some, but I know I've given you extra. 
I believe the universe wants to support us and wants us to succeed when we are showing up in the truest, happiest, most gifted version of ourselves. And so when you put yourself in situations where you can be the kid rolling around in the mud and jumping in puddles and just feeling excited and happy about life, then you're able to find opportunities that speak to you so that you can live in the happiest version of you. I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying it's that simple. And especially if you've gone through, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years of your life doing the same things, being this person for somebody else that you thought you had to be, then this might be disarming for you. And it definitely definitely will be scary because you've always relied on a corporation, a business to give you a paycheck after you worked nine to five and punched the clock for them. And that's how you've gotten your money. And you've always gone home and cooked dinner and took care of your family and gone on one vacation a year and all these things that are just kind of like mainstream. Everybody expects it. You know, I talked about it on a, on a recent podcast. That nine to five job didn't really exist over a hundred years ago. There was different ways that we lived our life. And as technologies, uh, the level of technology has increased. The expectations have increased of how connected we need to be and where we need to be and when. It's actually come with some flexibility too, because now there are more remote opportunities that didn't exist even like 20 years ago. But either way, it's still a system that we are all expected to follow. And you know that because when you have people that go outside of that or when you have people that are not doing the normal things that most people do to create an income, it's questioned. It's weird. It's what's Susie up to? It's there's, that's not going to last. It's that's in that's scary, you know, how secure is that going to be in 10 years from now? And it's all these things that our brain says about other people's decisions to keep us safe. But really, if you truly want to live a happy life, you're going to have to go through those moments of thinking about, are you feeling the way that you do because you've been conditioned to feel the way that you do? Or do you not truly feel that way, but yet you've been influenced by the people around you? So it's kind of just been something that you've come to accept as what normal is. And gosh, there's so much of that in everything we do. And that's what makes risk, quote unquote, so scary is that you're most times surrounded by more people than not. And some circles are different, but I would say the average person is surrounded by people who are not necessarily willing to take those risks and aren't wanting to do the work to peel back the layers and to have a different opinion and to be a risk taker and to say things that don't sound normal and to do things that don't feel normal. And I posted on my stories this morning, my Maya Angelou quote, and it was, if you're always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. And that sat with me. I thought about that for a little while after I posted it. And I was like, man, how nice would it be at the beginning of whatever you're doing, whatever new version of you is happening to take away the pressure of needing to be normal, of needing to do things the way everybody else has done it, the, the need to fit in and to make it cookie cutter and to all the puzzle pieces have to work and just completely 
get rid of all of that, release expectation, and follow the things that you know will not only bring the world a ton of joy because you're showing up as the badass rock star that you are, but also bring you joy in everything that you're doing because you can truly be you. It's amazing. It's the gifts that you came here to share with everybody are there. Everybody has them. But it's the shedding of the layers that have told you they're not okay or they're not safe or they're not normal that holds us back from true greatness. And a lot of this that I talk about comes from a place of career. I kind of gear it that way because that's a lot of what I'm going through right now. But if you have gone through a breakup at some point in your life that has been uh, a, what you consider a big breakup, maybe it was a long relationship, maybe it was a relationship where you were just in love with that person, head over heels, thought they were the one, and they ended up not being. After you leave that relationship, you become a different person most of the time. A lot of times it's the, the post-relationship glow up, right? You just get fit, you're back in the gym, you're eating vegetables again, you know, you're maybe not drinking every single night, you are going out and doing things, leaving the house, like all of these different aspects that kind of come back to you after you leave because you're ready to become a different version of you. And it's helpful to have those moments as much as they suck and they hurt and they're terrible while you're in it those moments of knowing what you're capable of seem to come out of those really big life-changing moments that we all have. And coming out of that relationship or that job or, you know, that big change into this new version of you can feel really good. And the good news is you can do that whenever you want. You don't have to be <laughs> put yourself in these terrible situations so that you have to feel the pain and the hurt to get there. But at any point, you can say to yourself, I am going to be this version of me. This is the new version of me that I would like to be. These are the things that I stand for. This is what I am going to do. And this is the shit I am not going to take. And you put yourself out there with your foot down saying, this is how I expect the world to show up for me because this is how I'm going to show up for the world. You don't need something else, an external factor to decide that for you. But it's, isn't that good news? Isn't that nice to hear that you're not stuck in being this old version of yourself? It feels comfortable. It's nice to rely back on the version we were before and the safety of it and where we were and what we were doing and the people we knew and the people that knew the old version of us are going to be people that we have to decide if we want to still be with them or, and I say with them, it could be friendships or relationships you know, there's, there's change involved in it, which again, can be scary. It usually is. My best advice, what I've learned is that it really sucks to be in the middle. Like imagine, this is you, ready? Imagine you are in the mountains, maybe China. I've never been, but in my head, they have like really long bridges that are made up of a lot of pieces of wood that looks very scary to cross. I've seen it on Instagram. <laughs> and you're on one side of the bridge and the life that you really want, that perfect version of what your life would be is on the other side of that bridge. And somehow, sometimes 
we still end up on the bridge. Most of the time we're on the bridge. It's very rare we don't even get on the bridge. We usually get in minimum a couple steps in because we're like, oh yeah, I can do that. I can go to the gym a couple times. I can eat a vegetable or two. I can find a healthy relationship. I can get into a job that I would like. And you take a couple steps on the bridge. And then at some point that starts to feel comfortable. And you're like, okay, this isn't too bad. I guess I don't need to go back to the old life, the life that I really didn't like. But this isn't, you know, I'm not across the bridge. This is a nice spot in the middle of the bridge. I feel okay. And we just stay there. And that staying in the middle of the bridge is not ever going to get you where you want to be. But also, eventually, at some point, it becomes uncomfortable because you're still in the middle of the bridge. You haven't got to one side or the other anymore. You're just kind of hanging there, hanging out there, knowing it's not going to be a long-term solution, that you're not going to be truly happy, that you're kind of just settling for where you are. And the only way that you are going to be able to get yourself to the other side is to burn the bridge. Now, you don't want to do it while you're on it, okay? Safety first. But is to push yourself across through some of the discomfort, knowing that it's not going to feel really great, but knowing that the growth is going to be worth it. It's just temporary. All of that discomfort is temporary. I should definitely underline that, highlight it, and put an exclamation point after it. It is temporary. Because once you are pushed through that moment of growth to the other side of growth, to the other side of the bridge, and you burn the bridge and you know there's no way to go back, that kind of gives you that peace of mind of like, oh shit, we're doing this. Like this is really happening. We're going to make this work. And it gives you the, the permission to just be all in. And man, that really does feel good. But also it gives you a nice hot fire under your bum so that you know, because the bridge is burning. So I guess literally in my analogy, that would be happening to get moving and actually get going towards whatever your dream is. Because if you are continuing on the bridge, you can take a couple steps back, go back towards your past. Okay, today, we're gonna take a couple steps forward. And then somehow you always still end up in the middle of this bridge, not actually making any traction, any progress. Burning the bridge is one of the things that you know, doing that recently with my fitness career was a scary moment for sure. It still is a little scary, honestly, because I'm on the other side of the bridge, but still like, hmm, <laughs> still trying to build my house over here on the other side of the bridge. But it's, it was enough movement and momentum to get me closer to where I want to be that really helped me stop feeling stuck and stagnant and not making any progress because that also kind of sucks. You can do this at any point to decide that you're going to burn the bridge and you are going to make moves towards where you want to go. And I believe that there's no wrong way to get to the end result in life. I think that there's ways that we can make faster decisions. I think there's probably paths we could go down where we can get to where we want to go faster. There's decisions we can make that probably would be better decisions, but they might be scarier. So we don't choose them. We choose a different path. But if you envision it like one big, long, you know, one big forest, there's a lot of different ways to get to the other side of the forest. You don't have to go down one straight path right in the middle of the forest. There's going to be twists and turns. There's going to be places, you know, you might want to stop by a rock. Maybe you see a squirrel. You know, there's other things that could happen in the forest. Pretty birds, maybe a bear. Get around the other way. You just never know what's going to be in the forest but you're going to get to the other side. You have your map, you know where you want to go. 
But if you keep trying to figure things out as you go and get stuck in the same place, then you might get eaten by a bear. So moral of the story, you got to keep moving. You got to pick a path and don't worry about it being the wrong one because it's not possible. And once you take the pressure off yourself for that and thinking about how you have to get it right. And if you don't do it now, you'll never have another opportunity. I completely disagree with that. I think that there's so many things that in life I was really banking on that working and that was going to be how my life was going to be that job or that person or that place or whatever was going to be how it was going to turn out for me and then it didn't and I was like thank you sweet baby Jesus because like seriously my life would be completely different now and I am happy that it is not it is not that way in those moment while you're in it you know, making the decision in the forest, picking the path, it's not that easy to see all that played out. So sometimes when your path doesn't work out the way that you want it to, I believe we're being kind of guided and given a chance to learn the things we need to learn so we can get to our destination or the best destination for us that maybe we don't even see the whole path for yet. But you can do that. You don't have to wait for something to happen to you. If you decide that you do want to make these moves, besides burning the bridge, the other thing I would say that's really important is get yourself a person at minimum, a person, if not more, to be your tour guide. <laughs> Actually, I would say two people. Let's say two. You need a tour guide. So that would be like your mentor, somebody that's done it before, somebody that is going to support you no matter what, that's not going to try to limit you, that's not going to be sad if you outgrow them, like just a person that is there for you to help get you through where you want to go or get you to where you want to go. It doesn't have to be um, having somebody who's done it before in your corner or has gone through some stuff before or can help really support you without context or needing you needing to sell your ideas you know just a really good sounding board super important and then the second thing I would say that you would need is another person in your corner that is kind of going through the same stuff as you're doing it so there's tons of groups if you if you find any course a lot of times um, different mentors different coaches different companies offer short free you know, five, seven day courses, and they're usually not a ton of money. Sometimes they're even free and you can test out how it would feel like to work with somebody in that sense. But also what I found when I've done those courses and taken a, diff a couple different courses with different coaches and mentors is I get to be a part of the community too. And in the community, you find yourself with people who are going through the same stuff you're going through, who are needing, uh, a friend, uh, somebody who is in the same market looking to do the same thing that you can partner with, bounce things off. And you usually have somebody that's in your same niche or things wants to accomplish similar goals to you that can keep you going on the days where you might feel frustrated or like giving up or things like that. And if you're not talking jobs here and you're talking relationships or you're talking about somebody else in your life, it's helpful to have a friend that, again, doesn't completely talk shit about your ex or whatever you, whatever situation you're trying to leave, but is objective for you and gives you some kind of common sense. Cause sometimes we need a common sense friend that is going to help you work through some of those old emotions, know that you have to grieve and help you continue to focus on the prize eyes on the prize that you have in store. Once you've worked through some of those emotions. So we're going to burn the bridge. 
we're going to get a mentor slash friend, A and B, mentor and friend, and C, we're going to allow ourselves to fail. We're going to allow ourselves to mess up. We're going to allow ourselves to go in one direction and pivot and go in a different direction. And we're going to take all of the experience that we've gotten from all of those pivots and continue to apply it because you don't continue to go back and be a beginner. You start from experience and you get to continue to grow and mold and figure out who you are. And then if you don't like that version, you get to figure it out again. It's freeing to not have to be the one making the right decisions all the time. It's okay to dabble. It's okay to learn. It's okay to test things out, test the waters, go on a date, try a job, do a side hustle, whatever it is. It gives you the chance to truly figure out who you are. And that's a long process. That's not like, a oh, take one quote unquote layer off. Oh, okay. So I'm not that person. Here I am. <laughs> At least it wasn't that easy for me. I'm still figuring that out as we speak right now. But giving myself permission to let things go that don't give me energy anymore also has been a big energetic weight lifted off my shoulders because I don't have to worry about getting it right. I just have to worry about what makes me happy and what brings me the most joy because I can tell in those moments where I'm truly invested in something or I'm really excited about something or I want to help somebody with something, that's when I get DMs. That's when people are saying to me, Christy, you look so happy or I'm so happy for you or this is right for you or whatever it is. It's like a magnet that you are to people when you're in your glow, when you're in your happy space. And you just might not find that right away. So if you don't try and fail and let the failure be a failure and then let it go so that you have room to try again, then you might miss out on opportunities that truly, really, really, absolutely, definitely, totally would make you happy because you're so worried about what will people think if I fail at that. When really you weren't failing, you were testing and seeing if it worked and it didn't work and you're going moving on to something else. Like how brave is it to be able to try the things that you want to try and hold out for the things that are going to truly bring you the most joy? You're starting from experience, man. You're not starting from scratch. You can do this. Burn the bridge, find a friend, fail and be okay with it and try again. Your happiness, your happiest life is out there waiting for you. Love hearing from you guys. Would love to hear what you think about this past episode. If you have things you would add, please do. You can go over to Chase Your Stars podcast and leave some comments. Would love to hear what you think. Thank you for being here. Happy Friday. Hope you have the best weekend and week ahead. And I will talk to you in a week. Until then, go chase those stars. Thank you so much for listening in today to the Chase Your Stars podcast, my friend. If you like these vibes, then please subscribe so we can hang more often. I release new episodes every Friday, so I hope to see you then. And until then, go chase those stars.